Hello and welcome Inspired Podcast Community. This is your new episode. My name is Caroline and my today's guest is Michael Bridgman. Is that right? Yeah. That is me. That wow, is me. this is you. And I'm so happy that you said yes to our interview today about inspiration. I can tell the community how we met. We met through the Napoleon Hill Institute where we used to be trained as uh, not as coaches but to become coaches and we met in person in new york in april mm. last year it was a pleasure mm -hmm. for me i also met your your family you were there with your family yes i was and I, yeah yep. it was great and i would like you to introduce yourself to the audience please yeah sure so um uh Hello, everybody. Hello to the Inspired Network community here. Uh, Caroline is very gracious to have invited me onto the show and uh, to chat a little bit about inspiration, something that uh, has gripped each and every one of us probably at different times throughout our lives, but then can feel sort of elusive as well. Sometimes people are hunting for inspiration when I don't know if that's exactly the way it kind of works all the time. But uh, I, you know what? Uh, Caroline, I am one of these people that has had multiple different careers in my 44 years on the planet, ranging from, you know, professional actor all the way through to um, like restaurant owner and restaurateur to, you know, in the dog pet grooming and pet salon space and then into the marketing world and then sort of the business consulting world as well. So I've worn lots of different hats over the last 20 years and Each one of those has really served to bring me to this moment here with you, right? Like we talked, just as we were getting started, you were talking about like, this is happening right here in the moment, whether people are watching it in the future. So it's like a moment from the past or what, like it's your present. If you're watching this right now, it's your present. And uh, as, as a friend of, mutual friend of ours, Caroline says, Jake Fowler, he's like, the present is a gift because it's the present. And uh, so it's uh, it's great to be here with you to talk about a subject that, I think people want, people kind of on the surface understand, but maybe we just don't talk about enough. You know, we just don't talk about it deeply enough, yes. which is inspiration. I agree. And also what you said, wow, this was really amazing. It is, and thank you for sharing your present. <laughs> I can say your present. Yeah, yeah. With me now and everyone who's watching this or listening to this, there are several possibilities um, to get to this content, this beautiful about inspiration. And let me ask my first question. What yeah. inspires you? Oh, my kids. So uh, my kids inspire me every day. You know, I, oh. I mean, I wish sometimes it's like, oh, was there something more altruistic than that? Is there something bigger? You know, I'm a pretty simple guy. It's my kids. Like every day for a long time, it was, you know, and, and I have a beautiful, wonderful partner. My wife is amazing. For a long time, it was her. But then once we had kids, it shifted. And she, like, it's funny because it shifted for her too. She's like, just so we're clear, Michael, you're no longer the number one man in my life <laughs> when we had our son, right? Like, it's just, I think what inspires people shifts over the course of their lives because their priorities will inevitably change. And so for me at this moment of my life, 
you know, right now it's, it's January 22nd, 2024. My children are the thing that inspires me all the time. And, and it's because not because I want to impress them or anything. I just want to prove to them that anything's possible, mm-hmm. that whatever they put their mind to, it's totally within their reach to go and do it regardless of constraints or anything like that. So my biggest inspiration these days is my children. Wow, I love you. And and that reminds me of the quote from Napoleon Hill, what the mind Mm. can conceive and believe you can achieve or it can achieve. (laughs) Yes, yeah, it can achieve, of course. And this is, and when you teach this to your kids, then this is the best present you can give to them. That's my hope. That's my hope. Yeah. 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 Wow. This is your intention. I love this. I have two kids too. They are mm-hmm. a little bit older than uh, yours. <laughs> um, yes. It is nice to see that and also to be inspired or to inspire them as yeah. well. And you know what? Like, yeah. like Carolyn, my kids are six years old and two years old. Hmm. But when they're 26 and 22, my inspiration will change. It will have changed by that point because like, I won't be worried about that. Like they'll be on their journeys. They'll be doing their thing. Right. So I will, the actions that I take won't be about inspiring my children or using them as inspiration or it'll be something different. It'll be something totally different. Um, but that's just, you know, that's just where I am right now is very much in that spot. So I think, as I said, priorities and, and things shift over time. And I think a lot of people get stuck there. Yes. A lot of people get stuck with, you know, last decade's priorities <laughs> and they're trying to haul them forward and they don't apply. And they're like, why, why isn't this inspiring me anymore? Well, because it's past. It's gone, right? They don't let go. They don't let go. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Of they stay the in that spot. Yeah. 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 We had this today, for example, when you feel it, for example, it's it's easy, your clothes, for example, and you feel it because they have the old frequency and people hold, hold on to that old clothes, but you have to buy something new, for example, from your higher, uh, higher identity or higher self, um, higher version, you would call it, I think, Love it. or best version, and you have different clothes as well, yes. Wow. Yeah, that's that's actually a good note for me. I've got I've got a whole series of clothes that no longer before I started working out and you know my back and chest muscles got bigger and I put on a little bit of weight. I had a whole set of clothes and they're still sitting in my closet. I'm not going to fit those clothes again. I should totally go let those out because they're just mm-hmm. gathering dust right now. And, and holding a space they, should be filled with something else. Not only the space also your energy i learned this last week or so because you are thinking about it and every time you you see it it is your energy consuming also and you can put it to something else of course creative yeah yeah it yeah. i learned recently so i can share it with you <laughs> of course. There you go. okay my next question is how do you inspire other people oh well I think for the most part, I do it in a lot of different ways, a lot of different ways. So I think it depends on what hat I'm wearing as an entrepreneur. And I own multiple companies. I have to put on different hats. Like you've got a beautiful hat on today and I've got to wear different hats. You know, sometimes I'm the, you know, the really, the tough financial, you know, chief 
financial officer hat and I've got to go, hmm, we can afford this. We can't afford that. We got to do this. We got to do that because, you know, that's that's necessary. So and then sometimes you're the rah, 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 let's build a team hat. Sometimes you're the, you know, doing content out there, you know, enchanting audiences and bringing them to you kind of hat. So <clears throat> I think how you inspire people is a little bit based on what your role is at the time. And for me, I often, the, I read the audience. So as much as I'd like it to be simple, Caroline, I don't know whether pure inspiration, inspiring of other people is always simple. So I read the audience as, as often as I can. I think about what would inspire them. Like if I'm talking to my team at the pet business, which is on the other side of this wall, you know, and we're talking about care of dogs and cats and stuff, they're going to require certain things to inspire them. You know, like our, our alliances with different nonprofits, how we're going to market some of this cool stuff. Those are the things that might inspire them, right? How we want to, what different types of products we bring in and getting them excited to share inspiration. If I'm talking to my business consulting clients, then it's more about going, okay, where's your vision going? Where do you want to see this? Like I've got, so from, to me, it's very often about listening and finding out what the trigger point is for that person. Like where, or that group of people, where do they, what's going to inspire them is going to be unique to that particular person or community. And so I think to me, inspiration comes a lot from listening to others, watching, picking up what it is that they're putting down and going, okay, I have to help you get excited and inspired to go and do that thing. And sometimes those require very different tactics to accomplish. Wow, I love your answer. It is very inspiring. I have to re-listen to it again. Yeah, inspire other people. That was my question, but also uh, the different hats you mentioned. And you mm. mentioned also you worked as an actor. So it is it is clear that you you have different roles or you slip into different roles and as an entrepreneur it's interesting and that reminds me of napoleon hills when he um when he put was it napoleon hill he uh, looked at things from a different perspective he was at the mm. table and he imagined sitting there with other it was the mastermind mastermind yeah. principle yeah. yes he had uh, guests and this this could be also dead people and yeah. he imagined what would they or how they would solve a problem that's yeah. right yeah a really cool creative process to go hmm how would mm. you know um what was the great inventor's name that he would work with that he, that he loved so much edison what how would edison solve this problem what would edison say right yeah yeah that's, that's yeah that is Mr. Hill. Light on. <laughs> he yeah. would he would let the light shine upon the solution Wow, sure. even, uh, yeah. great. So we had different names, Napoleon Hill, we had uh, Thomas Edison. And my question is, who inspires you? Are there people, you mentioned your kids. Mm -hmm. Are there people, famous writer, authors, or I don't know. So I have people? a few. I have a few. So certainly there are some, even just local entrepreneurs that have accomplished some amazing things that I find really inspiring and that I'm connected to. Like I've got a relationship with these people. So I wouldn't call them necessarily mentors because I'm not connecting with them on a regular basis, but there are people that, you know, I talk to every few months and they're in my life. 
But so they're inspiring to me as, as people who are carving a pathway through the jungle. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like I want to do what they're doing. That's really neat. Um, I think that, that uh, as I said, you find inspiration for different things for different people. So, so I've got those people. Uh, my One of my best friends growing up, he's a very accomplished guy. I uh, have a lot of respect for his perspective on things and his mindset around things and, and the way he goes about his business in life. And so his name's Darren. And, uh, and so I have this thing in my head, what would Darren do, right, quite often. And so I think about that and I use him as inspiration for when I want to take certain types of course of action. And then... You know, as far as famous people go that I'm inspired by, um, I love Maya Angelou. I think she was an incredible figure and was very, very powerful and did a lot of amazing things. And I love the way she phrased stuff. Her quotes for me are always amazing. Uh, and frankly, I I loved Robin Williams. So I think mm-hmm. his his desire to live a life in service of others through entertainment. I mean, it was very destructive on some levels for him, but his desire to do it uh, was profound. And so for me, I, I, but I find inspiration from a lot of people. Karen. Like I'm listening to this, this girl right now on YouTube. You can guys can look her up. Her name is Janelle Garcia. She's this gorgeous singer, gorgeous singer. So I'm inspired by talent. Yeah. Wow. By awesome, like talented people doing amazing things. Big, small, doesn't matter. I'm inspired by people that are going after what it is that they want to do and they've got the talent to make it happen. Yeah. Thank you so much. It's so much in it. You mentioned um, Robin Williams and Mm -hmm. I I admire him also so much. And you talked about the desire to, um, what was it? To entertain people. Yes, this was the verb. And Mm -hmm. and we, we talk about when you when you learn about Napoleon Hill and Think and Grow Rich, this burning desire. And also we can say, or some people say, it is something you would die for. I say it is something to live for because he yeah. he died for it, so, sort of. I don't know. He, he did it. He, you said he did it um, in spite of. Mm-hmm, he had problems or whatever, but he did it because he, he it was an obsession to uh, to act. To, to uh, this profession, yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, there's a lot that goes into, I mean, there's another, we lost another actor just this morning to suicide. Um, but there's, there's a, when you're a performer at that level, there's all sorts of context that is really difficult for a lot of other people to understand. And um, I think that, that you can get, really get trapped in your own head and you're, be holding yourself to a standard that is basically impossible to meet on an everyday basis. And you never give yourself permission to be at peace. And those things, as you and I both know, Caroline, they add up over time. Yes. Right. The layers and layers of frustration and, and uh, stress and just, anyway, I, I think there's a lot that goes into those situations, but his desire to, bring joy to the world through entertainment was deeply profound. And the other thing that I found inspiring about Robin Williams specifically is that he was unapologetically himself. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, like his brain works so fast 
and he was making connections that were so quick. I've met a lot of really talented people and I can see them making the connections really quickly, but they don't follow their instincts. Mm -hmm. They don't actually mm -hmm. follow through on the train of thought. And so what winds up happening is they get, they're, they're stuck. They're almost paralyzed in assessing what they're doing about their own life. And then they're assessing their assessment and they're totally paralyzed by it. And so I love mm -hmm. the fact that Robin Williams was able to just unabashedly and freely be himself and just just you know play flat out yes we could see him his true self his soul he shared yeah. it with the world it was a talent and what you said about the people understanding it on a conscious level not on in the subconscious mind the subconscious mind is um where our feelings are and we can reprogram it of course if we are open to do it My next question would be, and you mentioned it in the beginning about the presence being a gift. My question is, what are your gifts and talents that you share with the world? Oh, so that's a great question. Um, I think they really boil down to uh, a couple of super specific things. So one is that when people see themselves as stuck, I'll often see a pathway through. So one of my gifts is just being able to see a way through the jungle for people. Um, not always the easiest thing to practice for yourself, right? But yeah. you can see a pathway through. Uh, so that's one of my gifts. And then the other one really is that I enjoy and have spent decades working and mastering the art of telling a story. Mm. Yes. And I think my belief is that stories are the thing that change the world. Mm. The stories that we tell ourselves about ourselves, the stories that are inspiring to us from other people, but also when you're, When you're in the business, Carol, I mean, you're a coach. You help people go from where they're stuck to where they'd love to be. Part of that is telling them the narrative of their own journey, like reframing it back to them going, look, this is what, you know, this is your story. This is what we're going through, right? And I'm, I love to, to get really combine both the art and the science of things. And so for me, there's an art form to telling a story. But there's also a very specific science to how the human brain likes to absorb a story, likes to soak it in and understand it. And, and, and there's very specific arcs and frameworks that stories fit into that instinctively as human beings, it's primal. We go, ah, this is a, you know, conquering the monster story. And you get in and you get into your chair and look, okay, I want to see how this hero conquers this monster. Or this is a, you know, it's a, it's a voyage and return story. And you're like, okay, where do they have to go to learn these new things and then come back to their community, right? Like we see these frameworks. So for me, um, one of my greatest gifts is being able to see the story for people. And it's why our marketing works all the time, you know, is that, or a lot of the time mm -hmm. is because we're not selling something. We're telling stories. We're telling a story about the product or a story about the, The transformation that the client goes through when they use the product and um i think we we've gotten away from telling great stories 
and the people that succeed the most, I find tell the best stories. That sounds great, you know. Yeah, they are they are not buying the product. People buy the experience or the feeling they have when they not when they use the product, but when they see the advertisement, for, for example. Yeah. You know, I, I studied marketing too, but I doesn't it doesn't uh, excite me <laughs> so, so much. Yeah, maybe the story was not good enough from the yeah, teacher. There you go. <laughs> But I think like a lot of people, they never, they don't buy the facts. Like we've, I've heard this saying before, but stories or facts tell and stories sell, right? They don't buy, like they'll rationalize their choice. You know, when I bought my Audi, I didn't buy it because of the size of the engine and the types of headlights that it had or the leather. Of, I didn't buy it for those reasons. I bought it because of the story of me driving it. The story of who I was when I drove that car when I step out of the car with my nice shoes and my, like, like who is this man? Like I'm buying that story. Um, and then I sell myself later. I rationalize the choice by going, yeah. And it gets really good fuel mileage and it's got great, you know, and, and it handles really well. Like those are all details that help me buy the big story. Yes. Wow. This is amazing. This, I feel the shift. When you say this, the shift from being the person without that car and then you buy this car and then you are a new person. Right. Yes. It's a new narrative, wow. right? And I, I don't yes. think people often enough change the story for themselves. They've bought a certain version of themselves. You and I know this, right? And we from the outside see a different version of them that's possible or already present, but they've bought an old story. Like we're oh, talking yes. about with the clothes, right? Or being stuck 10 years ago. So it's... Uh, I think the only thing that's ever changed the world, Caroline, is a great story. Wow. Right? That's when you want true. to change someone's perspective, it's the only thing that's ever done it. Mm -hmm. Yes. The only yeah, thing. the story transports the images as well. Yeah. Yeah. It carries all of it. Right? Mm -hmm. Yes. <clears throat> wow. Thank you so much. Okay. I have one last question for you, yeah. <laughs> but this is also important. Okay. I, I like to know if you have a special offer for mm. the Inspired Podcast community and about your services. I'd like to know more, everything you want to tell us now. Yeah, so, so for the Inspired community, um, what I can do is, uh, I don't know when they're going to see this, Caroline, but uh, they can get a free copy of my 2024 social media calendar. So this is, I mean, there is basically no better platform these days to tell our stories and to share our stories than social media, right? So uh, this particular product here has posts for every single day of the, of the year. So it's an inspiring idea for every single day of the year. So January, February, all of them. So I, as a... As a content creator, the worst thing to look at is a blank canvas. <laughs> you never want to look at an empty page. So uh, you'll never have to again. Lots of really cool ideas. But in the back, um, in this toolkit, we're also, after a lot of study, about 150 hours was put into this. So um, we created a whole bunch of, there's 185, I think, or so hooks or really cool ways of starting your story, right? So these are things like the biggest regret of my 
health journey, right? Or the biggest regret of my entrepreneurial journey. So there's all these fill in the blank prompts, bunch of really good stuff there. Plus, if you're in business, right, or you want people to take an action, you need really good high converting calls to action. So we have over 90 different well-studied different calls to action as well inside here so that when you're stepping up and you're writing this thing and you're, or you're building a, a video or you're sharing something on social media, you can work backwards. You can reverse engineer and go, okay, this is what I want someone to do or this is how I want them to feel. And you can sort of reverse engineer how you want to get there and what story to tell because of the prompts and the different fill in the template examples that we give right inside this toolkit. And it says 2024, but frankly, I don't care when you're watching this. There, it's it's just 365 different ideas, and then you know 250 different ways or whatever of framing each one of those ideas. So if you want to obey it day by day, power to you. But just grab it because it's so much good information inside there, and you'll never have to be stuck, frustrated, staring at the computer screen or at your phone, going, "Ah, oh, what do I do? I don't know what to say. I don't know if I want to share anything. I don't know what to share." That thing is packed full of really cool ideas. So, um, yeah, it was about 150 or so hours of research and time put into building it. I've used it as a secret weapon all of 2023. And so we decided to put a 2024 version together. Uh, and it's out there. And uh, they can, yeah, uh, send a message over to me through Facebook or LinkedIn or um, Instagram, TikTok, any of those. And uh, I'll send you over a free copy. Oh, thank you so much. This is amazing. Please reach out to Michael Bridgman or to me. I can send you the, the contact details. And we can mm -hmm. put it in the show notes as well from this yeah, podcast. Sure. Wow, amazing. Thank you so much. This was my last question. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, this was it. Thank you so much and see you in the next episode. Thank you, Caroline. Thanks, everybody.